featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live Portraits. Featuring intimate, in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood stars and influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live Portraits, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live Portraits. I'm your host, Dario Kristen, and here joining me today is the lovely Courtney Stewart and Pink. <laughs> what's up, everybody? DJ hey, Jesse J. What's up? And our very special guest today, you know him from shows such as Criminal Minds, Ray Donovan, which is on fire. I mean, the crowds are loving this yes. show. William Stanford yes. Davis is with us today. How welcome, you doing? Welcome, welcome. Good. Thank you Great. for coming in. Thank you. You got your cool me. summer red shirt going I'm on. Right now. Look right yeah. I know. Just so I can be seen so that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't get mistaken for <laughs> then again, they might mistake me for something I'm not supposed Uh-oh. to get into. Uh oh. Uh oh. It is LA. <laughs> right, right. It right. is LA. It is LA, yeah. right. Yeah. We're in northern Hollywood, so I think we'll be You'll okay. okay. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Encino, you're Encino. You're in Northern you're Hollywood. Northern Hollywood. <laughs> I like that. You're fine. But you're from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. Now I was intrigued by hearing this. You started off in an R&B group where you were the front man. Yes. That's kind of your intro into the business. Well, yeah. Right. We, uh, we started out in high school and continued on in the college, and we worked all the Midwest, Memphis, Kansas City, Chicago. We opened for the OJs, for oh. uh, all types of groups that, that came throughout uh, St. Louis. And a lot of the guys went on to... Uh, to form their own bands. I have one friend who's uh, over in Amsterdam. He lives in Amsterdam, Joe Bowie. He has a big band that's huge in, in Europe called Defunct. And uh, most of the guys are either doing studio stuff or, you know, they're still playing. You know, Defunct those, sounds very What was the name of the band? The band was called The Paramounts, The Fabulous Paramount Review. And the we, Fabulous Paramount and Review. We, we, we had, a, we had a, a girls group uh, and a uh, guys group and then myself I was kind of what they call the star of the show uh, you know. <laughs> and we we did everything we did everything from uh, of course the Temptations and the Supremes with the guys and the gals but we did you know Sly Stone James Brown you name it we we, we made an attempt at it and we were pretty successful at it why did the band break up? We got old. <laughs> now, everybody kind of, you Music know, is never old. What happens is, you know, uh, some guys went to Missouri University. I went to Lincoln University. Some guys went to school in the South. And what happened at Lincoln, Lincoln is a uh, small but very large black school in, in mid-Missouri, which was known for music. Those of us that went to school together, we formed another group called Black Fire, and we continued to make music mm-hmm. there. But, you know, as you get older, I, I became interested in radio mm-hmm. and and. and um, you know, things just kind of change. Now, do you still currently play around with music any and creating it? Or no, I, I I worked in radio for almost fifteen years, and that became like like a love. I thought I was going to be the next Frankie Crocker, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, this is what I always wanted. I wanted to, I always wanted to come to L.A. and put my my toe in the acting. Pond. Well, I think you got all your toes in acting. <laughs> you got the whole foot now, yeah. right? You move from there into comedy, and yeah. I know that's kind of like where you, where you got your 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 fixation with acting. Right. But then, where did your real passion and love come from with acting? It seems like you know, as far as I can remember, 
you know, I go into a, a, a big black room with a lot of people and I wanted to do what I saw those people do on stage ever since I was a kid. I think that, that being in music and being in radio were just kind of stepping stones to get here. It was just something I always knew that I wanted to do. I, I was married at the time and unfortunately that didn't last, but I said, okay, now's the time to do it. You know, take the chance now or don't. And so I decided to come out here and, uh, you know, didn't look back. And as, oh. as far as going from, uh, I mean, from being the star of the show to then, you know, with with, yeah, on, with a live performance right. uh, base, then moving into radio, which is more, you know, it's it has an audience, but it's not that live right. kind of feeling. Is there? Do you ever miss that 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 attention from that live? Oh audience? yeah, I, I, I miss it. In fact. It's hard for me to even listen to radio without a critical ear, you know, mm -hmm. all the time. You know, I'm listening for dead air or mispronunciations and things like that. But, yeah, it, I mean, it was something about being in radio. Or as you guys know, uh, you become very powerful because yeah. you affect so many people. You affect thousands of people. And there are people I would see in the grocery store. Uh, hey, oh, man, we love the show, that type of thing. And I'd get fan mail from all over, you know, places that I didn't know. Who is this person in you know, Potosi, Missouri, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. that would hear the show. And you'd be surprised how many people you touch. And so it, along with that became, uh, it made you a little more responsible. Yeah. You know, you became a little more responsible. So, but yeah, I do miss it. I miss it a lot. But, you know, it's changed, you know. Uh, I was in what they call personality radio. So it was like, hey, what do you say? Everybody, you know, that type of thing. And now it's more like, Unless it's talk radio, like a Steve Harvey show or that type of thing, it's very robotic. Yeah, yeah. you know, very. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, you know. And then nowadays they're they're getting rid of a lot of the DJs yeah. and yeah. BJs and right. uh, everyone. So I know that's tremendously different from right. just the way a lot of us grew up. So right. it's it's going to be interesting to see where it, it goes from here because of that fact too. I think you know everything goes full circle. When I was in radio, believe it or not, <laughs> uh, I worked in a, for a country western station in Texas. And uh, uh, the FM side of the station was um, was automated. So I'd program the FM side of the station. It was R&B, R&B and disco. Uh, you guys are too young to know what disco is. Sure but, enough. But, they, know what it is. <laughs> they, they brought it back for us. They brought it back. Right. Yeah, but uh, um, so, you know, that X'd guys out of jobs, you know, yeah. and the same mm -hmm. thing is starting to happen. Now technology has changed, of course. Yeah, and, you know, it's... It's changing sometimes for the better, but I like personality. I like I like the guys to, to talk to me and explain, tell me about the artist, tell me how they, you know, all that stuff that they just don't do anymore. Yeah, I still really enjoy like the Sunday Top Forties when they do. But you see, a lot of them are either Redeemed. either older, yeah, older, right. older recordings. But right. I still love hearing it. So. Right. In fact, um, I just heard on. On satellite radio, they do uh, all the old Casey Kasem shows. Yeah, yeah. they do. Oh, yeah. They do. Yep, yeah. I listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're great. They're yeah. great. And I'll listen to them from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then now, when you with acting, your one of your first major roles was on The Bold and Beautiful, Bold Soap Opera, yeah. which everybody loves that show. There's still a lot of us. It's still, still on. on. Yeah. Even with it's reality shows, it's still hanging on. on. The last three yeah. seconds. Chris Forrester is still there. I just went home and walked in on my grandmother watching it, and I was like, I could still pick up with some of the story. Lines. And I mean, it's been years. Right, you can right. Hang them all. And they said it's like the number one show in <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, somewhere in Europe, France, or Italy, or someplace. <laughs> I, a friend was just telling me it's the number one show mm -hmm. in, in in Europe, and 
I still get a little tiny checks from it. Hey, hey <laughs> tiny checks check. are good. That's still a check. Still a check. And what was it like working on that set? Like that, quick, fast, in a hurry. Fast. And I was having this discussion with another actor friend of mine. I think that every actor should do soap. Because what it does, it it, 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 it it challenges your muscle and gets you to the place where you have to be off book and know what you're doing, not second guess yourself and go. It's Sometimes a they, it's a machine. And then I've heard you get, yeah. you could possibly get up to 50 to 100 pages that you have to do in a day. In a day, and, and then it changes. And then change. yeah. it changes. And, and it teaches you to, to be off book, trust yourself and go, not second guess. And it, it, it creates, I think, a discipline that a lot of actors just don't have. As How you. did you prepare for that yeah. coming into it? Like you first role, you're out here. Had you been in classes? Had you like what made you ready for that? <laughs> ah, that's a good question. I, you know, I just trusted myself. I had been working with uh, some different teachers and coaches, and um, I got this call. Said you got this job, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and the thing about it too is that. I went in there, you know, not knowing how how soaps worked, and um, I thought we we're going to get a couple of takes, a couple of you know, run through a couple of rehearsals. They took the rehearsal take, and okay, moving on. Wow! I'm oh like, my. okay, is that it? And you know, so that it, it was a valuable lesson. But you know, I don't think anything can prepare you for working in soaps, though. Even theater. Theater. Because isn't it somewhat slightly yeah. similar? Because theater is just theater. Live theater. And- I love theater more than. Any of the mediums, because you get a chance to to recreate it every day. Every day is like a brand new day. I don't care how great you were the day before; that doesn't count. It's, yeah, it's true. You know, it's a new day. You yeah. know, uh, but yeah, theater does. Theater makes you good. I have the saying where I said TV uh, TV makes you rich, film makes you famous, but theater makes you good. It yeah. really makes you uh, learn your craft and and uh, perfect it. You know, and so yeah. I would say that that helped me a lot with the soap, you know. And then from there, you moved on to a lot of TV shows, guest appearances from Angel to The Practice, NYPD Blue, CSI, yeah. The Closer. What was one of your favorite shows that you got to guest star on? Wow, that's a good question. Angel. I like... Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it was my, um, my dick. Hmm. I, lo- I love working on uh, Lincoln Heights. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Because he was a character that I could could you know I fully realized and and the the only thing I regret that it was not on network it was on uh, ABC, ABC Family, Family. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I played a homeless guy on the closer that I enjoyed you know he was a lot of fun um, <laughs> but I think looking back on the roles and, and comparing them to, to Potato Pie, I think I, I, I love Potato Pie. He's just, he's got so much uh, heart, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Well, fans obviously think so as well because <laughs> yeah. they're loving yeah, the show. Yeah. And then with, you know, we're looking at things now, we talk about this a lot on the show with mm-hmm. African Americans. We're seeing a trend where it seems like we're getting a lot more roles. There's a lot more television yeah. opportunities. We have Shonda Rhimes, of course, who's doing her thing. Yeah. Uh, you have Ava, who is just killing it right Killing's now as well. Right. And, you know, so, certain shows such as like Empire are starting to really get recognized in Blackish. What do you think? Is the do you think that this is a trend first of all, and do you think this is something that's going to continue, or if it's just like okay, black is in right now, and a year from now it's going to be something else that's in? I think that if the producers are smart, it's not just a trend. That you you know, it seems like the powers that be are starting to realize that this is uh, 
a multicultural society and it's being represented by everyone. I mean, there should be more Asian shows, there should mm-hmm. be more Latin shows and definitely more black shows. I mean, um, I'm hoping that black is not just the end color right now, but uh, got more back black producers than we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, um, um, black directors, black, black uh, uh, DPs. Uh, you got over 500 networks now. I mean, you know, with cable and yeah. and and, and uh, uh, Netflix and different things. So I would hope that this is not a trend. I'm hoping that someone has gotten smart and decided, you know, these people, not only can they act, they're, they're excellent, amazing artists, and they need to be represented, you know. Yeah, and then, you know, we also see that there's not so many black dramas on TV. You were on Lincoln Heights, which yeah. was obviously a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a drama. black drama. Yeah. And it lasted from 2007 to 2009. And a lot of people were upset that that show ended because right. it was, you know, racially charged. It really spoke about a lot of issues. And it showed a black family that m- most middle America black people could relate to. Yeah. Why do you think that the black drama has more trouble staying relevant in this industry? It's... It's a lot of things. I think that, especially when you have a black drama uh, where the black man is the head of the the house, and and I I thought that Lincoln Heights. I, I used to say, and I hope that I'm not getting out of line here. Lincoln Heights was like uh, Cosby meets The Wire. You know, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah and and, and uh, as long as you had someone like Bill Cosby who was funny, and you know, and he's this funny dad, you know, it was safe. Yeah. You know, even though uh, 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 Eddie or, or Russell's character was a policeman, it was still it's kind of tough to for at that time. Even we're talking just three, four years ago, people to see uh, 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 a strong black man uh, who loves his family, who 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 protects uh, the community. It's just still you know, well that yeah, that doesn't happen. You know, yeah. and I grew up with that. You know, I had someone say to me the other day, uh, uh, well, you played a role, uh, Catholic. Uh, I, well, it was five Catholic churches in my neighborhood. I think that people are afraid of what they don't know, but I think with shows like Lincoln Heights, um, an empire, um, blackish even, they're starting to see that we're all just alike. Yeah. Do you feel like, uh, I know you mentioned something about it being on ABC Family, that that kind of was a, a reason in it kind of not working in the sense of maybe if it was on a different network channel? Because ABC Family at that time, too, especially, it was very driven towards a much younger, younger audience. audience. Yeah. I think that if it had been on network or even if it had been on like a Showtime on HBO, it would have lasted a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And they even like been a able, TBS? Or, or even a TBS or a TNT. They would, or they, they, uh, um, they would have been able to do more with mm-hmm. it. It, yeah. it would have had more, more, uh, and it had stronger legs, so to speak. They could have uh, uh, dealt with some issues, some real issues, yeah. you know, which they tried to deal with, but they still had to keep it yeah. kind of fluffy, yeah. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know. But I thought that that it was cast very well, of course, very. because I was part of it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but the young actors on it, I was really amazed at. at you know, uh, some of the work they were doing. What shows right now on TV are you blown away by? Oh, man. Uh, I love Mad Men. Yeah. 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 I love Mad Men. I can't, you know, I'm kind of really upset that it's coming to an end. Yeah. I like Homeland. Uh, of course, I like Empire and Blackish, but um, I'm more attracted to episodic uh, dramas. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, of course, I like Ray Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
What uh, would you like to work on of the shows that you enjoy? I would love to work on a show like Mad Men, a, a period a piece. Period piece. You know, um, um, right now there's so much out there that, that I'm just trying to think of. of this, I'm uh, get uh, kind of overwhelmed. It is a yeah. lot of TV. It's a, it's a lot of TV. Tell you what I really, really like. I like House of Cards. Oh, yeah. great show. And I would love to work on a show like that. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. putting us all out Finale in the universe. Yeah. 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 A period yeah. drama. Right. Period yeah. drama. Yeah. Like House political. of Cards. Yeah. House of Cards. Love it. Fincher. Mr. Fincher. David Fincher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just went up for something for him. Let me knock on wood because we haven't heard yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're putting out good vibes good for you. Vibes, for sure. Vibes. And in the last five years, you worked a lot on some of the shows you've talked about, but also other top shows such as Bones, Shameless, um, uh, Bang, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, yeah. What have you seen about television's landscape that's changed since you started to where it is now? They take more risks. Even, even shows, you know... Uh, we used to think of CBS as your grand your grandma's network, yeah. <laughs> but to me, <laughs> so you know, CBS takes more risks than than all the other networks. You know, with with shows or definitely with their comedies, but uh, with someone uh, um, where the guy the top Taraji used to be on uh, uh, person of interest. Oh, person, person of interest, interest. and they're bringing her back. Yeah, actually. yeah they're bringing, yeah. Her, they're bringing yeah. her back. I thought she yeah. was killed. No, no they left it. with them bringing it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought she was killed too. I thought she was, but the, yeah. there's articles out that there's, she's coming she's back. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that that the, they're taking more risks. They're they're um, they're starting to be more grounded in reality. You know, if you go to Europe, I mean, nudity is like nothing. You, you know, they it's have true. commercials with nudity and 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 language. I mean, they talk like the people that they're trying to sell the products. They they speak to them. And here we still have a puritanistic, yeah. uh, judo Christian. Very puritanical. La, 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 la. I don't want to insult anyone's belief, but you know, a lot of times that kind of filters into the decision making process. You know, this won't play well in mid America. This won't play well here. You know, um, and I think that TV is starting to, and I think for network to keep up, they're going to have to. Yeah. They're going to have to do some of the things that you see on HBO, some of the things that you see on Netflix, you know, create that type of programming. Yeah, well, I feel like it's going in that direction. I mean, at this point, with social yeah. media, I mean, we pretty much have seen <laughs> right. everything. Seen I, don't, yeah. I don't know what I haven't seen, really, on television. It right. seems like it's really trying to push that yeah. envelope. Yeah. You know, will yeah. we ever get full nudity? I mean, even yeah. words, I'm surprised what they yeah. allow yeah. on TV. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, Still, the big three—they're still kind of, you know, because once again, they are seen. They're seen everywhere, but yeah. uh, they do realize too to 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 bring in younger people, yeah. to 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 bring in other, you know, cultures. You know, it's, it's about dollars more than it's about anything else. Yeah. They're going to have to do something to compete, you yeah. know, and not just that you need nudity or language, but being grounded in reality. Put a real show on about real people, not a reality show, but something about real situations. Real and what issues. we find is that I don't care what color you are or, you know, religion or whatever, we all have the same thing. We we love our kids, we love yeah. our parents, we cry at funerals, we have misfortune, we have good things that happen yeah. to us, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think if they start programming with that in mind, it might have a little bit of bringing us together too, you know, because yeah. we see that we're all just alike. Funny you say that because I just read an article about Empire and they had said that watching the show they brought such a realistic uh, 
mentality to the show right. that no one even realized that the n-word was never used in, never. In, in in a in a world of music where that word is so sewn around every other yeah. word yeah. every other word and, every that, other word. and, and nobody thought about it that it wasn't used or that it was missing or anything like that and, until all after the fact but because for letter word yeah, yeah because mm-hmm. they 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 approach the storyline with like you were saying yeah. that realistic mentality authenticity right. yeah. Yeah. yeah with all the changes that have occurred in this industry what keeps you excited and motivated about being an actor I think just that the changes you know mm-hmm. the fact that that um, things have changed and, and a lot for the better um, I stay hopeful even at my age you know they, they talk about it being youth oriented but uh, I think that the fact that it is evolving and it, it's about every human being that's on the planet and we're starting to see more of that in programming uh, so that that keeps me motivated. I work with a lot of young young actors. I coach and teach, and that helps. That keeps me kind of uh, uh, motivated when I see them have breakthroughs. When I see them go out, oh, I booked a job, Stan. I booked a job, <laughs> that type of thing. So those types of things, because you know, you can get eh, you get jaded. You get uh, it's the same old thing. But I think with programming, I think with. Um, Ageism is kind of, and sexism is kind of starting to be swept under the rug. Not quite, but it's starting to be. I think there's still some hope for old guys like me. (laughs) I'm glad you actually brought that up, because talking about the ageism Uh situation, have you felt, or obviously our country is actually kind of getting older at this point. We have baby boomers that are sort of retiring things. So uh, that, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So that market is, exists, still exists and that's healthy and wants entertainment and wants and has money to spend in ways that maybe it didn't exist in the past. Do you, do you, have you seen a legit sort of change in terms of the ageism and feeling like there's more opportunity? Yeah, Yeah. I I have seen it. I mean, baby boomers changed the world Mm -hmm. and, 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 they still need to know that you've seen these commercials about baby boomers and how they, you know, they're still doing, uh, they're still going to parties and dances and and concerts and things, you know, and, 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 and they're still making decisions about what happens. Uh, they're going to have to understand that, you know, they still got a lot of money to spend. Yeah. They still got a lot of money to spend. They, they, they talk about the, the, uh, Kids spend more money. I know a lot of adults who love to go out and just, uh, you know, have a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I think that, that TV, film, uh, music is going to have to uh, reflect that, you know. Yeah. And then what do you think, because you've been in this industry for a while, it, what do you think it takes to have a longevity, like longevity in this business, in your career? Whether it's music, whether it's you know entertainment as a whole, I saw this interview with Miles Davis before he died, and he said something. He said, "Man, if I played the stuff, almost let it slip out. If I played the stuff that I played in 1960, I wanted like to shoot myself in the head." I think you have to keep evolving, you know, and and um, always try something new, you know. Always, always um, uh, take risks. Um, you know, um, um, evolve with the times, I should say. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 
And how then, do you feel like you're attacking that for yourself? Yeah, I think so. I, I feel like I am. You know, I, I I still I listen to everything. I listen. You know, someone says, "Well, who's on your iPad?" I got everything from from Jay Z to you know the Philharmonic on there. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I want to be abreast of everything that's going on, but I also want to honor the past. I also want to stay hooked into that. Yeah, I'd love to have heard Miles play, uh, you know, kind of blue, but I also like to hear him play time after time, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I just think that, <clears throat> and I watch the youngsters. Yeah. I watch the youngsters. Uh, uh, they they teach me a lot. Is there someone in particular who you see right now that stands out to you that you can see having a long career in this business? Hmm. <laughs> I like Kevin Hart. Kevin's killing it. Kevin's I mean, Kevin. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Kevin's paid his dues, and he's he can't do he any wrong right now. Works yeah. hard. And yeah. He works hard. He works hard. I think he's very funny. I think he's very smart. I think we might see it evolve into to drama. I think comedians take risks that other actors sometimes. I mean, good. I mean, if you look at Robin Williams or Richard Pryor, uh, they played drama equally as they did comedy. They did. And I think if Kevin allows himself to do that, he could be a major, major, yeah. you know, you know, mm. uh, you know. Well, we've joked about it on the show. Yeah. We would love to see him do something like that because yeah. I think it would just, first of all, he's already super talented, but to right. see him change it to a completely different dramatic role, right. mm-hmm. it would just put him in a different category different all the category way around. Altogether. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah but I, I like him. Um, there's so many young actors whose work I'm just blown away by, you know. Um, um, oh, my God. Uh, he's one. Um, oh, what's this kid's name? <laughs> now I'm just starting to show my age. Uh, anyway. That's all right. <laughs> we, we all do that. And then you are obviously, you know, you're playing potato pie on right. the hottest show, very critically acclaimed show right now, Ray Donovan. Right. When you first saw the the script for the show, what attracted you to the role? His relationship with uh, with Terry and and his relation, actually, his relationship with all the Donovans, because uh, I don't treat all of them equally. You know, I, I'm really close to Terry, and and. The writing I thought was just amazing. You know, the writing was really um, honest and and it had a lot of heart to it. And I love the dysfunction of the family. You know, that attracted me because it kind of reminded me of my own family in a lot of ways. You know, but uh, I thought the writing was really, really good. You know, and the character, uh, this guy, gave me a chance to really... Uh, Really create a, a special character, someone who who has heart, but who's been there, an ex boxer, someone who knows the streets, but you know he still has a moral compass. You know? Yeah, yeah. And what did you use to kind of create that character for yourself? Is there someone that you sort of amplified, or did you just kind of? He reminded me a lot of my my uh, my paternal grandfather. You know, he says a lot of the things that he would say. You know. Uh, uh, even even the way he he cooks and he tells stories, uh, he told the story in, in in season one about his his aunt Keithy and things like that. I used to hear these silly, crazy stories from my grandfather, <laughs> you know. But that's who I used to to uh, kind of mold the character, you know. Use use a lot of the stuff that I used to see him do, a lot of his habits, the way he walked, you know. Uh, 
the little curmudgeonly thing that he had, you know, I, 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 you know, I stole that from him. <laughs> so it's like an homage to him. Inspiring. Yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. And then you mentioned earlier that, you know, you and the cast, you can't go anywhere without being mobbed by all the fans there. Why do right. you think that the fans are so receptive to the show and the writing? The show, the show, um, well, it's just the writing's good. I think the, you know, uh, it, it's honest. It's real, you know. It's sexy, yeah. You know, it's sexy, and I think that um, it appeals to every part of society right now. You know, uh, African Americans, white, you know, young, old. I think it has something for everyone, and I think too, it has that glamorous side of Hollywood, and it has the underbelly of it that people don't know anything about. You know, and I think that that kind of uh, it interests people you know it, it, it strikes an interest in everyone yeah especially that dark side it's that the dark, dark side, side. Dark side. Yeah, it's really about the dark sides you know we love the dark side yeah, we do <laughs> that's exactly it we do we love it what can you tell us about the next season not much because I'm not allowed to. <laughs> and a little, a little like peak or something. Yeah. I'm trying to keep my job. <laughs> he, he conveniently sipped his water right on that one right there <laughs> uh, um, it's going to go in a uh, a totally different direction than it has. Gone, I can tell you that. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's good that you know this. Uh, um, Katie Holmes is going to be a part of the show. Uh, I read Ian, that. Ian, yeah. uh, uh, Ian McShane. Uh, I can tell you that much. And um, I keep, sorry, I can't tell you much more than that because <laughs> I want to keep can. working. Yeah, but, we uh, want you to keep working. We want you to keep working. Yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, we love it. I think it's going to. I think it's probably the best season so far. Great. You know? okay. And it's going to be a lot of surprises, a lot of, a lot of things, right? From, from episode one this season, you're going to be like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I like that. Yeah. And I, I can, I can, I can tell you that much. Well, well that means, like, we all are like, my wife is like, well, what happened? Let me read the script. No, you can't read the script. You, know? you can't see the script. You know? In fact, I, I keep it in the trunk of my car. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. In, in dinner. You think you keep it in the trunk of your car, and then she's no, going like, yeah, she's going to Ralph's and like popping your trunk. But, you know, all of our friends, everyone, you know, what's going to happen? What's going to, you know, and I'm like, I can't tell you. Besides, wow. if I did tell you, it would spoil it for you. I'd love for you to see it. You know, I want you to yeah. see uh, what's going to happen. I want you to, to feel it, you know. And uh, all I can tell you is Ray's still doing what Ray does. And Mickey's still doing what Mickey does. <laughs> you know? I know we've had and that some. affects everybody in the show. All the group. All it, the affects, uh, it affects uh, uh, Abby. It affects the kids. It affects the brothers. And it affects me. I know we've had some people come in uh, and, and talk about their work. And uh, how is it for you watching yourself back? Mm-hmm. It used to be really. I'm, I'm still very critical. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you work around people who who are, I always encourage actors to work with someone who's. I hate to use the word better, but it has more experience than you've mm-hmm. had. It challenges you to step up. Yeah. And what's happened working the show is that I'm not as critical. I just trust what I do now. And um, I I usually believe it. You know, when I see it, I'm like, okay, okay, that's honest. Because that's all I'm really trying for is to really be honest, you mm-hmm. know. When I first started, it was like, oh, my God. You know, it's like working radio. I, it, it took me a long time 
to hear, you know, the first time you hear your voice yeah. on the tape recorder. Yeah. 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 So, so it's like, wow, sound like that, yeah. you know. And that's the way it was, like, wow, you know. But now I'm not as critical. You know, I try to, uh, to trust myself, use my instincts, and, uh, and understand that, okay, you can't do anything about it now. Yeah. You know, it's there. It's, it's, it's there forever, yeah. you know. So, so I, I just try to tell the truth. You know, uh, tell the truth. I try to uh, understand. This is this is something I try to, to instill in young actors, so that if they do see themselves, life is a sensory experience. We can't do anything without it being filtered through our five senses. If I'm honestly in the moment, I'm seeing, touching, tasting, smelling, hearing, then I'm going to be in the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I try to do all the time. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it it doesn't. But you know, and try to take. Uh, Take risk, make risky choices. You know, if you if you get an opportunity to do that, you know. Um, so, watching the playback, uh, I'm not as critical as I used to be. I can watch it now on the monitor and see, okay, uh, that didn't work. Uh, I'll try something else. That's that's, that's that's one of the real cool things about TV and film. You can, okay, let, I got one more take, and now I'm getting to the place where. I can say, hey, man, I want to do another one. Right. Yeah. You know, okay. I've earned that. Yeah, I've earned that. I'm like, okay, that didn't work. Let me do another one. You know, where before I'd be like, okay, uh, thank you. Can I do that? Is that it? You want me to leave now? No, you know, yeah, you know, and that's the other thing that I, I try to instill in young actors. This is a, can I say ass? Yes. <laughs> I just said it. Yes. This, is, this is a CYA business, cover your, cover your ass business. So, you you got to look out for yourself. You yeah. got to really make sure that you're being seen in the best light possible, and and you don't have to be rude about it, but you can let them know that you know I got another one. Can yeah. I try I just can one more? Better. You know, yeah. you know something better. And most of the times, most directors, if they don't feel like they have it, if they oh we got it, we got it, we loved it. You know, you have to trust that. But most of them say okay, let's do one more. Is Tyler Perry, I know you work with him on yeah. If Loving You Is Wrong, is he one of those people that will let you kind of do another take, or does he have a full focus vision of what he wants? And then He pretty much it. has a full focus vision of how he wants things to go. Um, he runs a tight ship, and Tyler is the closest thing I've seen to, like, soap in terms mm-hmm. of of a lot is, is given on a, uh, any given day, and they just, you know, they run nonstop. You know, they run nonstop. Uh, Soaps, you might have 10 pages, you know, you might have 15 pages sometimes. And he's similar to that, and he, he, he does a lot of scenes in a day, you know. And he's the captain of his ship. He is the captain of his <laughs> ship, and many ships. Many, many ships. ships. He's many the captain ships. of his ship, and, and he's, he's very successful at what he does, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Well, speaking of don't fix it, I mean, he has been criticized a lot for some of the stereotypes that plays on some of his shows. What do you think about some of those comments that have been made about the, from the Medeas all the way down to the, the, if, well, if loving you is wrong to you know meet the Browns? It's been a lot of conversation. Put me back on the spot in the that. sense that you know I'm hopefully still working with the guy. Some you know. Uh, I'm in agreement with a lot of it, you know, that 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 um, that I think that he, how do I say it in a in a diplomatic way? Some of the things are stereotypical, and some of the things are uh, the way it. 
if you're going to show black people, show every every, every type of, of mm-hmm. black person. Let me yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Don't just show, you know, I mean, we go to church and some of us don't go to church. You know, some of us are, 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 are doctors and some of us are janitors. Show every aspect of the human condition. And I think that if he starts doing that, uh, some of the flack that he gets from his... Uh, People that are his detractors, I think that'll stop. But I think he just shows kind of one aspect of it. Yeah. And that's, once again, through his own lens. Yeah. But I think that um, we are 360 degrees. We get, we get, we get upset. We, 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 we have moments of doubt. We have victorious moments. We do everything that a human being can do. And I think that he should uh, pay attention to that. What type of character do you feel is lacking right now in television for African Americans that you would like to see come full front? Still no real strong, strong black men. You know, I mean, got a couple, but, you know, I'd like to see a strong black man who's not, who hasn't been a drug dealer, who uses his drug dealing ability to become a a head of a music empire. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) Uh, and I'd like to see a black man who's not, uh, I won't say a buffoon, but, you know, someone who's... The, just the a, comedy aspect. Yeah, 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 just someone who's a real person, yeah. you know, a real honest... You know, I grew up in a neighborhood where there were teachers and lawyers and hairdressers. That's what my mother used to call them, beauty salons. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, guy on the dry cleaners, a black pharmacist. I mean, as I said earlier, we can be everything that human beings can be. And I think that w- there's still a fear of the strong, and strong black women too, you know. I, I think that, that, uh, that there's still a fear of that, that, that strong black head of the house, uh, typically a black man. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, it's, it's kind of a long-winded question. How do you sort of see, because we were talking about Tyler Perry and the criticism yeah. that he's received, um, how much, I guess, responsibility do you feel is fair on an individual artist, including yourself, in terms of having to sort of show that 360-degree situation? Or do you think it's more of an issue because there is no balance? Because right now, well, still now, actually, Tyler Perry being probably one of the most powerful producers of black content in the business, if it were balanced out and it actually existed on other stations that there were other aspects that we got to see a little bit more of, maybe would his responsibility be less? Or do you still feel sort of each individual artist's responsibility is to sort of give that full picture? That's a good question. I don't think he's responsible, but I think that we know how many, just take the big three, how many black shows are on. Mm-hmm. So I think he's taking the mantle himself for the, to do mm-hmm. it, but I think that he needs to uh, show every aspect. You know, one thing that I love about Tyler when I went down to Atlanta to work for him, it's like, it looks like Africa is so many black people working. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm like, whoa. I mean, everything. It was like boomerang. You know, boomerang on set. Serious, man. It's like, you, you you know, the from the drivers to the caterer, you name it, you know. And, I mean, there's white people there working, too. But I had never seen that out here, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, um, it has to be balanced. I think that every network, I mean, we have, like I said, we have so many now. And it has to be more than just uh, 
uh, MTV, uh, hip hop, yeah. comedy, your mama, and that kind of stuff. You right. know, I think, and and all that's good too. You know, it has its place, but I think that yeah, that um, there's so much room for so much more. You know, you know, you know, um, um, everything. You know, every 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 network still you can put. You could put this old Gil Scott Heron joke. He says you could put uh, uh, all of his black friends in the trunk of a car and still have room for the Republican elephant. He was talking about a, a wow. politician back in the day. <laughs> you could put all the black folks on television in the trunk of a car and still have room for all the circus elephants out there. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? I mean, it's just yeah. you know, it's so much more room, you know, and and we spend money and we we. Um, we 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 have power, and I think we, as collectively and individually, we, we should start exercising that more too. Yeah. Because we could change things. Yeah. Because you know? statistically, they are yeah. showing us that we have power right we now. Power. You know? yeah. yeah. And then now we're we're wrapping up, but theater's played a a key aspect in your life and right. in your career. And I know you were talking about how important it is to go back to the theater. Right. What do you think? It is for you as far as like what type of play would you like to do outside of what you've already done? I know you've done fences and I know you've had cages and the old settler. What yeah. would what else would you like to be in? I, I directed the old settler. I was just talking to a friend of mine out in, in the green room uh, about working together. I love August Wilson. I love everything that he's done. Amazing. You know what what makes me sad is when I go to the theater, like say I go to the Mark Taper, and and it's. Once again, I don't want to dis- you know, disparage anyone. Go to Mark Taper and it's 20 black people in the audience. But if I go to see uh, Medea or somebody at you know, the, the Kodak or something, and it's jam-packed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I want to do, uh, uh, I'd love to do uh, 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 Jitney on Broadway. It's never been done on Broadway. Okay. I like to play uh, Becca. Be Becca on Broadway. So let's put that out in the universe. Let's yeah, put that out there. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff we yeah. put out there. Like so, that. Many, so many other things, you know. So many other things. But that—that's the role right now that I would love to do on Broadway. It's, it hasn't been done on Broadway. It's been done off Broadway. It's been done regionally. But it's one of his plays that hasn't been done actually on Broadway yet. Yeah. What work? How's your work on stage influenced you in your television? Career. I'm sorry. How's your work on stage influenced you in your television career? It's it's taught me to take risks. Um, it's as I said, theater makes you good. It 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 it's taught me to challenge myself. Uh, it really helped me to stay in the moment. And and one of the things that coaches and one of my mentors is a guy named Martin Landau. Uh, Marty's won an Oscar for uh, Ed Wood. He he's one of my my teachers over at the Actors Studio, and they used to get on me about um, rushing, rushing. And what theater's done is taught me to really take my time and Breathe. live every moment yeah. to the end until something happens, something else happens. Yeah. You know. We, that's what we do as human beings. We, it sometimes it seems like it's like this, but every moment that we live as human beings is special and specific. Yeah. Even if I do that and fly, that's because something made it happen. Mm. And uh, that's what theater's taught me, to really 
live in the moment and, and realize every moment to the very end all the way through. And if you could use one word to define your career, what would it be? Still happening. That's too yeah. much. I'll, I'll take that. Ongoing. We'll, we'll push it together. Ongoing. Yeah, Ongoing. Yeah, yeah. That's one word. I like that word, yeah. Well, where can yeah. fans find you on social media to know more about Ray Donovan and everything else you're doing? I'm at W. Stan Davis on Twitter. Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram at Stan the Man <laughs> with an H S T A H N D A M A H N. And do you uh, actually tweet back? You'll tweet back your fans? I tweet back all the time. Yeah, I tweet Love back it. and I'm on Facebook at William Stanford Davis. Love it. Courtney, where can your fans find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. Jesse? Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for joining us today. We cannot wait to see you on the next season of Ray Donovan and all your other projects. And let us know when you have a play coming here because we'll all attend. For sure. Thank you again. Thank you for tuning in to Portraits. See you soon. The views expressed here are those of the producers, Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.